ready to begin. What year is this? The year is 2020, and this is Beyond Sin. Uh, hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 248, and today is a family show. That means I am joined by Mike Mendoza. Andy Angel, Andy Angel, will you be oh. mine? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> And and that, of course, is the voice of um, Marco Merrick. Hey, everybody. And, of course, Florence Bullock. Hello. (laughs) So, we have... uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. I got fucking trivia today. That's what today is. After all this, we've been <laughs> we've been talking behind the scenes about this D and D game we have to set up, and I completely forgot what today's show was about. So, look, welcome to Beyond Synth. This is a show where we uh, listen to fun music and uh, have a good time. And of course, the family show is when I'm joined by these three awesome individuals, and we uh, have a good time. And today is trivia day because I've got a lot of trivia games to play. Are we doing trivia again? Ooh, yeah. See, that shows you how much I know. You don't even keep me in the loop. <laughs> Andy never told us anything that there was trivia at all, so... What? I I could have prepared. How do you prepare for trivia? What sort of trivia are we doing? Just general... The last family show, after it was over and people were like, oh, I really enjoyed the trivia and stuff, and so I said to my patrons and to listeners of Beyond Synth on the Discord and stuff, I said, hey, man, if you want to write in and give us some trivia, we'll, we'll play it on the show. And so I wrote one of these trivia games, and the rest of them are all just sort of random trivia from listeners of Beyond Synth. And that's what we're going to do today. Okay. And listen to music. Great. So on that note, let's uh, get this show started with some music. We got a brand new one here from Honeybeard. Uh, I think they just released this a few days ago and you should check it out. And uh, you're going to because we're going to listen to it right now. And it's brought to you by my awesome PayPals. That's right. These are the people who support Beyond Synth on PayPal by going to beyondsynth.com and clicking on the PayPal donate button. Well, of course, there's the king of the PayPals, Upgrade Jimpy. You're a cool guy. And of course, a big thank you to Ross Bruce, Timothy Warwick, Anselmo Incorporated, Digital Dreams, Jimmy Groon, The Rosconian, Russell Nyes, Brandon Morin, and Jersey. Thanks for supporting the show. And now, check out this awesome track from Honeybeard. Hot off the press, this is Black Skies.
And that was Black Skies by Honeybeard. That's a cool track. Go check it out. I think they just put it out a few days ago. I think uh, also Ashley at Forge the Neon put up a little Honeybeard article. So you can go check that out and check all the other stuff out. And I'm back here with the Beyond Synth family. That is Marco Merrick, Mike Mendoza, and Florence Bullock. And it's been a month since we've chatted, right? So right. maybe we should do a little quick catch up, see where everybody's at. Okay. And then listen to some music and then play some trivia and listen to some music and have a good time. So, uh, Marco. Yes. What? <laughs> Marco. What's been going on with you? How are you doing? I've just been working a lot, dude. I've been, I have haven't had much spare time, which kind of sucks. I'm trying to play some video games and stuff when I can, but um, I'm getting there. I'm trying to get the 100% on Red Dead, so uh, it's going to take a bit of time still, Andy. And, like, how's, how's work going? Is it just tiring, or are you... Yeah, just tiring. It's been real busy. I mean, look, nothing, nothing too stressful. Things have been going wrong and stuff, but, like, the other night, the power went out, so I... <laughs> Someone's got to be there for maintenance to make sure that everything's reset and, you know, shit just doesn't come on randomly when everyone's gone. So someone has to be there for when the power comes back on. It went off at, like, midnight, and I was supposed to finish at midnight. I ended up staying till 6 a.m. So that was kind of... I mean, the money's good, but it was kind of, you know, gnarly. Did you still have to go to work the next day? No, lucky it was a Friday night. But still, it ruined my Saturday. I didn't finish till 6, and then by the time I got home and, you know, I had a shower and everything, it was like 7.30 in the morning. It was like, time for bed, you know. I do know. Yeah. So, no, other than that, just, just playing a bit of games. I haven't really had a chance to watch anything, but, yeah. Yeah. That's about it for me. So, an eventful month. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, like, I can't make fun because I've done nothing. Yeah, well, you you work hard on the show and everything, so. Well, it's kind of you to say. <laughs> oh, you do. <laughs> you do. I'm loving this witty rapport is just ugh, thrilling. I will accept the compliment and move along. So, hey, Florence, where's Florence at? I'm here. Tell me what you have been up to. Well, I moved apartments. Oh. So that's literally, like, the only thing I've been doing for the past month-ish. Just, like, getting that ready and then, like, physically moving stuff. And so moving is the worst. So I'm, like, really happy to be done with it. Did you have have to hire, like, a truck or can you fold up all your stuff? Like, if you rent the truck they give you like the option if you need like people to help you lift heavy stuff oh that's what you want i hired a couple of the guys to like lift my like really heavy furniture that's a good idea and because i was like you know what i don't want to do this i'd rather <laughs> just spend money and not have to deal with it and it, it was fine but i ended up bringing a lot of stuff over myself too so i moved still working from home i've been watching friends of all things friends and also i watched all of the tim burton batman movies and so like batman what is it batman returns and you're done batman returns batman forever and Batman and Robin. They just kept getting more ridiculous. Technically, only the first two are Tim Burton. Yeah, so. I was going right, to say. Right, right. But also, isn't uh, Forever your new favorite movie of all time? It's so You know, good. I really was, I really enjoyed Forever. Batman Forever was kind of great. Mm. I mean, I think, Val, like, honestly, Val Kilmer, pretty great Batman. I think he looks stupid in the costume. I think his eyes <laughs> are too close together. He looks like he's cross-eyed. 
That's what I think. Fair enough. I feel like Val Kemmler just kind of looks like that in general. <laughs> but I, I like I liked him as Batman. He actually was pretty good, but that's the thing with Christian Bale. Him as Batman, he does his weird thing with his mouth all the time. I don't know why he does it. He's great Batman, but it's like, why does he keep doing this weird thing with his mouth when he talks? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's that like he does it with the upper part of his mouth, and he like yeah. he, he makes his S's kind of sound like this. Yeah. And I'm like, like what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Like... <laughs> And then once you notice it, you can't unnotice it, you know? Ultimately, I still like the way Michael Keaton's face looks in the cowl. I still think he looks the best. I think you might be right. Marco. Yes. Uh, you've got some tracks for us, so why don't we uh, play one of your picks? All right. Well, I got the new track from Hot Dad. I know he was featured on uh, the show last year, and I missed it, and I'm going to go back and listen to it sometime because the guy's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I've been really getting into his stuff lately. His new one is a cover of the Arthur TV show theme. Um, I never watched it, but anyway, it actually really works as Synthwave. So the track's called Believe in Yourself, and it's available uh, on Bandcamp and other streaming platforms.
that was Believe in Yourself by Hot Dad. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, the Kings of the Pattersons, Robert D. Bishop, Chris Dance, and Mike Shima. You guys are the Kings of the Pattersons. And I am back with the Beyond Synth family. We, uh, we're having a good time. Hot Dad is, uh, is a funny guy. And if you enjoyed that, go listen to... Uh, my uh, chat with Hot Dad from last season. So, what were we doing? Oh, yeah, we got to get caught up with uh, Mike. What have you been up to? I've been here at the studio trying to make my stuff look as TV as possible. And I realized I just can't do it with a webcam. I need a fucking, like, real camera. It's a real problem. Do you use, like, a, a real camera? Do you use your camcorder when you do video stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because the problem with... But that's why then you need, like, a, a video card... To send the signal to the computer and stuff oh, yeah. with the webcam, the problem is it's just they always auto adjust. That's the problem. So the more light you bring in, and then they start like kind of flickering as they try and adjust to the light. And so every time you move, it'll get brighter or dimmer. The background will blow out or whatever. And so you kind of you really do need like a professional camera to like do it right. Yeah. Other than that, I uh, I've been working on this uh, hand-assembled release for an artist for Netrunner. There's physical CDs. It's going to be really cool. And uh, I'm just been trying to go out and do hiking, get all kayaking in my uh, blood, or out of my blood. Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> my Dracula what? or something. Is that something that Dracula does? Does he kayak? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I go Draculacking where uh, <laughs> I go kayaking and then I try to get uh, friendly with other kayakers and I say, oh, how you doing? Oh, oh look at this. They're coming closer. Uh, then blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why did you bring up kayaking? I don't understand. Did you like... Because it's the summertime and I'm trying to tell you like I'm getting all physical and we've been doing outdoor stuff and it's like a good time. You can't really go to places so we're just going to state parks and we're going camping and we're going on the lake and the river and shit. Are you really doing that or are you just telling us that you're doing that? No, I'm like really doing all this stuff. It's <laughs> like... It didn't happen. I know. That's, I'm sorry. It sounds like you just... All right. I guess uh, my Instagram is about to be uh, just outdoor stuff. Or have you just been playing video games? This is like the first <laughs> video games I've played in like fucking weeks. <laughs> Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I would like to tell the audience that while we're recording this, Mike is playing fucking PlayStation now on his computer. And I'm loving it. And not focusing on the task at hand. No, the no, task right. at hand is, like, just telling people how cool I am. Y'all, go to my fucking house. There's a lot of cool shit that... <laughs> 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 you know, when you look around someone's house and you're like, oh, that guy's kind of cool. <laughs> like, that's my house, son. What is happening? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Mike's trying to be cool. I don't know what's going uh, on. I'm working on it. Florence gets it. Andy, you need to get it, brother. If you don't get it, you don't get it, man. <laughs> Wait, but it's... <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> Are you saying that I can't eventually get it? If I don't get it now, I never will? No, I just need you to open your cool box and, hmm. and let it waft over you. what she said. Yeah, there's yeah. a... Okay. That's a quote we don't want to see in writing. You know what I mean, if you're like on trial and they're reading back what you said, and then you said to hey, open, open up your, your cool box? Cool box? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I should say, uh, before we get too carried away here, I do want to play a song, but I would like to say that for people who have paid attention and listened to the episode uh, a few weeks ago when I was talking to patron extraordinaire Martin Larby, uh, he mentioned that he sent me a shirt, but it got caught in uh, Canadian customs or whatever, and it seemed like it was never going to arrive. Well, it arrived! <laughs> 
Yeah, it actually came. I think like five months late, but I still, I got it. So I, I post on Instagram, will picture me wearing it. So thank you, Martin, for the shirt. And I want to listen to a track. I got a cool one here from someone called Snow Is Here. And it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. We got two new patrons this week. We got Andrew joining the Triple Six Club. Thank you, Andrew, for your support. You're a cool guy. And uh, we got a new $5 donor, The Naked Flame. So thank you for supporting the show. You guys are awesome, Andrew and The Naked Flame. And now let's listen to this cool track. This is Snow Is Here with Waltz to Me.
And that was Waltz to Me by Snow Is Here. And that's a cool track. And I just wanted to say before we get carried away here. Oh, and if you like the tunes that we listen to on Beyond Synth, don't forget to check out all the artists I feature on the show. If you listen to the show on SoundCloud, just click on the More Info button and you'll see all the artists' social media links that you can click on and follow them and listen to their music. And if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, whenever I post about the episode, I also include their links there. So don't forget that is a great way to follow all the artists I feature on the show. And I'm uh, back here with the Beyond Synth family and uh, and Mike is just sitting there playing racing games still. I think you're in last place, Mike. Man, I'm never going <laughs> to yeah. win this thing with your kind of support, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you've got all the smoke on the track. <laughs> Tell the oh, audience shit. what you're playing so that uh, we can paint a picture here for them. I'm playing Formula One. Well, it's F1 2019, but I don't know if fans understand. They could think it's like, what is it? Just like fucking Falconry 1? I don't know. Like, it's Formula One racing, and uh, I named my character Fastonica Baloney because they made me come up with a character, and I didn't have any time because you guys wanted to start recording or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a hilarious time. I'm drinking my caffeinated water. Brand shall not be named. It's got me going. It's got me pumped up. Oh, and I've been doing working out. I've been I'm on my 12th day consecutive working out. Ooh. I've been noticing a difference in my body. How many days do you have to do a thing before it becomes routine or a habit? Well, I'm at 12 and it still sucks. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like if I just do it every single day, at some point, either I'm going to become stronger or like super hot or just like a magical being. Just as long as you keep doing it, something's going to happen, right? What are you doing? Like, are you lifting? Are you running? I'm lifting and I do a lot of like outdoor walking and hiking. So I definitely, I got buff legs and I'm working on my like lifting weights and abs and core and stuff. And so I feel like if I burn extra calories every single day, at some point, I'm going to see some kind of return on that, right? I think so. Sure. I mean, I've just been doing squats, so I want my legs to stay as skinny as possible, but I just want to have, like, this really toned ass. <laughs> Put it on TikTok. It's all about the ass. Yeah, I want to have a thing where it just looks like two marshmallows on, like, fucking toothpicks, you know what I mean? So my legs still <laughs> stay just as skinny. <laughs> I don't think that image even works. Imagine having an ass like that shape, where it's actually like two marshmallows, so it is completely flat at the back, but it's still two circles. <laughs> I know somebody who can Photoshop that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get fucking Joe Ozone to do it, and then for no reason, I'll just have a giant head. <laughs> that will definitely be Joe's Photoshop for this week. If you're listening, Joe, get on it, please. Did that guy have a huge head in the movie? Who? What huh? movie? The guy in the, the Scarface movie. Is it Scarface that he put your head on top of? What? No, it's... We're it's, talking it's, really insider baseball. Yeah, so just so people know, so one of... <laughs> One of the Beyond Sin supporters, he's been on the show before, Joe Ozone, you know, he, he hosts his own podcast, the Ozone Late Night, but he always does these photoshops of the show that are always like these inside jokes, but the heads are always huge, and I can't tell if maybe, I'm starting to think now that it's like a psychological thing, like I never considered maybe that's how he sees the world, like, you know, like when he walks around, maybe everybody has these weird big heads, like as part of his perception, and so to him it's not wrong. That's amazing. I was going to say that maybe your head is actually like that, and like no one else can see it but him, because he's... He's got like an artistic eye or something. No, it's the thing I said. Daddy, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I reject your premise. Fucking no, no, but or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this. That's bad improv, brother. No, but anyway, look. The point is this. 
Today we are going to play some trivia, so we're going to listen to a song, and then maybe we'll we'll get into this. So the trivia is completely random, as far as I can tell. <laughs> what the fuck? As far as you can tell. Wait, did that mean that like you just closed your eyes and your brain went to autopilot, and then when you opened your eyes, there was like a notebook filled with questions, and you were no, like, "Well, he, let's do no, it." No, he got the trivia from Beyond Synth listeners. Yeah, so it's like someone. I think the one we're going to do next. Well, I'll tease it. The next one is this trivia category would be called "The Camera Eats First, and it's some movie food trivia. Interesting. By Artificial, who is a, a patron of Beyond Synth, and so that's what we're going to do next. But first, we're going to listen to some music. Okay, so I got a cool track. Here. Here from Dandroid from his album Singularity 2059. And uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. I thought today we would uh, give shout outs to all those cool cats in the $10 club. So I would like to uh, do a shout out here to Fraser Davidson, Catstronaut, Catstronaut84, Lucas Smith, Energon Cubes, Slade, Watch Clark, and Neverman. You guys are awesome. A lot of uh, musicians in there, so go check out all their work. Like Watch Clark and Neverman and Lucas Smith as robots with ray guns. And uh, is Energon Cubes a band? Anyway, look, I'm going to go find out right now. But first, let's listen to this cool track from Dandroid. This is Neochrome.
And that was Neo Chrome by Dandroid from the Singularity 2059 EP. And that's a cool track. And it's brought to you by my awesome, was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club. There's Pud Nuts, Joshua Winter, Pump Action Foreskin, Albion Algorithm, and Retro Serenade. And I'm back here with the Beyond Synth family Marco Merrick, Mike Mendoza, and Florence Bullock. And uh, we're going to do some trivia. You guys, ow, I just fucking cracked my wrist. Do you think that Dandroid is like French and he's like de apostrophe Android? Or is his like name Dan and he's an Android? I think that's it. The second one. All right. Do you think he molded his name on Scandroid? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no. Look, I can ask. I, I feel like it's Dan. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's Dan merged with Android. Just really close to Scandroid, that's all. Yeah, because if it was the D apostrophe Android, um, it would be D apostrophe Android, and it isn't. Did you know that Dan in yogurt, it's pronounced Danon? Yes. I was watching a news... You did? Because it's French. I was watching a news thing, and they were like, it's Danon, Danon this, Danon that. And I was like, what are you even saying? And apparently that's what it is. Because that's what the executives who worked there were saying. They were like, it's Danon. And I was like, all right, that's, I guess, what they're saying, too. It's French. See, this is... You know when you make fun of me for how I say a boat? This is what we make fun of Americans for. For, like, when there's, like words that are said a certain way but then the american way is like it's dannon i like saying french words the pretentious way like i don't say like i say croissant i don't say croissants i say croissant (laughs) yeah of course anyway look let's fucking listen let's do some trivia oh i should probably get a piece of paper out to keep track of the score the first game this one is, it's a five-question trivia game from Artificial. It is food movie trivia. Ooh. And this one is written in the same style as the games I write. So there's four answers and it's multiple choice. And uh, let's just fucking get the ball rolling here. We'll oh, go. and also Artificial, he is a professional chef, right? Yes, yeah. And he, mm. he's always posting uh, really cool uh, projects he's working on in the Discord. So shout out to Artificial. Yeah. He's a cool guy. He uh, was telling me about uh, cooking carrots. All right, so let's <laughs> oh, no. let's do this game. <laughs> that's this I'll is, say uh, something specific that's not so ridiculous. He's also a uh, master baker, and he always posts uh, really crazy pies and cakes and stuff. Did you a just call him a master baker? baker? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> all right, so look, uh, here's the order we're going to go, all right? It's going to go Marco, Mike, Florence. Yay. The way the game works is just like all our other trivia games. If you don't get the answer, it moves on to the next player. Okay, but there's only five questions, right? There's five questions, and oh, this multiple choice, so the third person always gets it anyways by virtue of the fact that you know the answers that were wrong, right? So it's fine. Okay, so let's fucking... Is the fucking thing part of this? No. All right. Let's <laughs> no. Here we go. You ready? This is the Camera Eats First trivia game by Artificial. Here we go. Marco, this is question number one. I'm ready. In the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind, what food does Richard Dreyfus play with at the table? Oh, fuck. All right. Is it A, green jello, B, mashed potatoes, C, macaroni and cheese, or D, E.T. cereal? <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I'll go... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Mashed potatoes? E.T. Uh, cereal. <laughs> you are... Correct! Oh, get out! No, 
must guess. All right. I thought, All right. I thought it might be Jello. But. Number two. This one's for Mike. In the movie The Breakfast Club, what is Molly Ringwald's character's lunch? Is it A, soup and a sandwich, <laughs> B, protein bars and fruit, C, a candy-filled sandwich garnished with breakfast cereal, or D, sushi? She is the posh one. She goes shopping a lot. And she goes to the the mall and stuff. And she likes sushi. That's my answer. You are correct. Oh, wait. All right. We're going to ask one more question, and then we're going to go to a song, all right? This is not fair. I'm going to get this wrong. No, you can do it. You got to believe in you. All right, Florence. Okay. In the movie, When Harry Met Sally. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have been able to answer any of these except one. What food does Meg Ryan have an orgasm in the restaurant over? Oh. Is it A, the soup of the day, B, pastrami and rye sandwich, C, lasagna, or D, the house salad? Let's go with pastrami and rye sandwich, B. You are correct! So that's fucking... One point each. So how about this? Let's listen to a track, and then uh, we will play some more. So here is a cool track from a guy called Tom Saw. And this is kind of more of a sort of like dancey kind of track, but I thought it was cool. And uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club. I would like to personally thank Gary Heather, Knight of Ducks, Andrew Benson, Sarah Buchelman, and The Patch Bay. Don't forget to check out The Patch Bay, guys. You can get uh, presets and stuff that are made by cool synthwave producers to help you with your production, all right? And now, let's uh, listen to this cool track by Tom Saw. This is Sway featuring Becca.
All right, and that was Sway featuring Becca by Tom Saw. That's a cool guy. Uh, I think he might be Canadian. I feel like he's connected to Venador in some way, who I had on the show uh, recently. Or Venator, I think that's how he says it. Anyways, the point is, it was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the $10 Club, we're talking about Renton Brax, Barry007, Matthew Lister, Tristan Waits, and Skunk Raider. You guys are all awesome, and I hope you are doing well. And we are back here with the Beyonson family doing trivia and... Uh, Let's continue this food trivia from Artificial. So, Florence, we just did you, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, you said there's five questions. There's two more questions, right? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. No, no, no. What if Mike and Marco both get their questions? Where's my question? You don't get one. Sorry. Yeah. Well, how about this? The the scoring we're going to do today is literally going to be all the games. Hey, Andy. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This game is sexist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Thanks, Mark. I don't want to play anymore. This is sexist, Andy. Hey, fuck you, you white knight piece of shit. <laughs> the second I could tell that Marco leaned in to say, hey, Andy, I knew <laughs> yeah. something was going to happen. Well, since Marco's never done that in his life, it's, it's like, hmm, this, this, is, this is what Marco does to prep us for a serious point. <laughs> the ones he's always making. <laughs> Someone's got to say it, Andy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, look, I'm going to be doing the scoring uh, for every game. So I'm just doing points, and we're at the end of the game, we'll just tally up all the points, and that'll be who won. Instead of, like, Florence won this one, and Marco won this one, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Tally me point, nah, nah. All right, so it goes to Marco. All right, dude, all right, here we go. I'm nervous. I'm a little nervous. In the movie Pulp Fiction, what does Uma Thurman's character pay five bucks for at the Retro Diner? Is it A, a burger with cheese, B, a cake made with real cocaine, C, a milkshake, or D, chili cheese fries? That would be C, a milkshake. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wanted all of the things to have cheese burger with cheese a milkshake with cheese (laughs) i feel like that's what i would have done if i wrote the question you know the way i fucking do my answers five dollars for a milkshake still astronomical i guess it kind of is not anymore i feel not really that's what i'm thinking it really doesn't paid like six dollars for a milkshake and that's like pretty but where are you getting your milkshakes that i feel like that's los Los angeles Angeles. yeah Yeah, but like where like at the local burger hole in the wall or Walmart. You're at the mall at the milkshake place. Yeah, it's like a diner. Kelly's. I feel like if you're paying $5 for a milkshake, you're paying too much. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> I guess I agree with the milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> and the fuck you're arguing against. <laughs> All right. Mike, this one's for you. Mm. And here we go. Florence, let me get it wrong so you can get a chance to play. Yeah, thanks. In the movie American Psycho. What dish does Christian Bale's co-worker recommend from the hard-to-get-into Dorcia restaurant? Is it A, a veal pâté with port sauce? B, the steak tartare with a poached egg? C, chicken mousse... How the fuck do you even say this? Chicken mousse line with duxel mushrooms? Or D, sea urchin ceviche? I don't know. Uh, steak tartare with the beans? What did you say? <laughs> With the beans <laughs> under the poached egg. <laughs> okay. You are wrong. Oh. 
Oh, oh, look at that, I get a chance. Goes to Florence. Okay, wait, can you read me the answers again besides B because it's not that one? Oh, okay. <laughs> a, <laughs> the veal pate with port sauce. C, chicken mousse line with duke cell mushrooms. Or D, sea urchin ceviche. Um, let's go with the uh, veal pate. You are wrong. <laughs> All right, Marco. Oh. Well, I don't even need to answer this. I've already won, so, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> just saying. Have, you know. You've got two choices. Do you want me to read them to you? or? Okay, read them again, yeah. I'm going to read you all four. No, the last two. <laughs> what? All right, the last two. It's either C, chicken moose line with Duke Cell mushrooms, or D. <laughs> There's got to be a better way to say that. <laughs> that's how it's pronounced. It's Duke Cell. Yeah, it's fucking chicken douche loose and Michelangelo's <laughs> fucking. Fucking <laughs> 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 douche loose. <laughs> 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 Chicken douche louche. What's going on over there, Andy? Are you okay, Andy? <laughs> it's pronounced Duke Cell, all right? All right, so chicken moose line with Duke Cell mushrooms, or D... My official's going to hate you. <laughs> C, urchin ceviche. D. You are correct. Thank you. Good so job. Just in case anyone was wondering. I was really <laughs> hoping we was going to get that wrong. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So it's uh, it's Marco in the lead with three, Mike with one, and Florence with one. So, Marco, let's uh, listen to one of your tracks. Okay. All right. It's nice winning sometimes, you know. Um, all right. Acryl <laughs> <laughs> Madness has brought out an awesome LP just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, some really good dark stuff on here. I like his uh, style. Um, the album is called Extended Through Hell. It's available at neonretrowave.bandcamp.com. Uh, the particular track I decided to play off it is Tango with the Devil.
right, and that was Tango with the Devil by Acryl Madness. One of Marco's picks this week, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club. I'm talking about Will Lowe and Poly Digital. And what the hell? Let's thank a bunch of people that we don't thank too often, all right? We got IP68 with the 808. We got Binkley with the 786. And, uh, I mean, we did do the 666 Club last week, so how about we thank some of the $5 patrons. It's been a while since I uh, talked about these people, like the awesome Zen Frazier with the 586, or Tim Brawl with the 520. You guys are pretty cool guys. Thank you for supporting the show. I'm back here with the Beyonce family. We were just doing trivia. Marco is in the lead. Florence is, has won. Mike has won. And uh, Douche Loosh and whatever the hell we just talked about. So <laughs> let's go right into some more trivia here. So let me click the next one. Well, this trivia game was sent in by Prophet of Jupiter, all right? This is classic arcade trivia. You excited, Florence? Oh, I'm super stoked. Can't you tell? (laughs) You know what? I actually can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, (laughs) you always have that tone of voice, so I literally don't know. But the point is that I know in your heart that you are a happy lady. All right, so look. I don't know what I'm doing. So look, let's... (laughs) What? (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt. I know deep in your heart that you are a happy lady. Should you... (laughs) Douche louche. All right, here we go. Classic arcade trivia by Prophet of Jupiter. Question one. Which game featured knights riding on ostriches... and (laughs) (laughs) Internet delay. Which game... Featured knights riding on ostriches and allowed cooperative play. Was it A, Tempest, B, Dig Dug, C, Spy Hunter, or D, Joust? That's Joust. I had that on my Game Boy. You are correct. All right, Florence. I actually knew that last one. God damn it. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Which was the first game... To use classic animation by Don Bluth in its gameplay. Was it A. Street Fighter 2 B. Dragon's Lair C. Space Ace Or D. Final Fight B. Dragon's Lair You are correct! Alright, Marco. Okay. Which stand-up arcade game allowed two players to play machine gun controllers during gameplay? Was it A, Terminator 2, B, Virtua Cop 2, C, Lethal Enforcers, or D, Gunblade New York? Machine gun. They all had guns, but they're asking which one had a machine gun? The two two player? players with machine guns, yeah. What was the first one again? Terminator 2. <laughs> uh, yeah, Terminator 2, I guess. You are... Correct. Yes. Correctino. All right, Mike Mendoza. Yeah. Which fighting game was originally designed to feature Jean-Claude Van Damme as a character? Was it A, Tekken, B, Street Fighter 2, C, Mortal Kombat, or D, The King of Fighters? Um, let's say uh, The King of Fighters. You <laughs> are... Incorrect. Oh, bow, I don't bow. Know nothing about fighting games. Florence, I like Tekken Three. That's as far as it goes. Um, I don't know the answer, but I'm gonna say is Street Fighter B. Street Fighter is B. Yes. 
Okay, that's my answer. I don't. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Sorry, I'm trying to switch it up. Here. Burn. Okay. Ouch. Can you repeat all that again? Because there's yes. only two left. But. Which fighting game was originally designed to feature Jean Claude Van Damme as a character? Okay. Was it A. Tekken, B. Street Fighter Two, C. Mortal Kombat, or D. The King of Fighters? Was that a Mortal Kombat and the Tekken? Right? Yes, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Of course it is. How did you guys not know that? You are correct. What do you think Johnny Cage's character is based on? What is the King of uh, Fighters? Is that the claymation game with the snowman? No, it's it's got a regular like animation art style. What's the one with the claymation one with the snowman? That was Clay Fighter. And Clay Fighter two and a half. Didn't it take it out so Johnny Cage can't do the OK symbol anymore, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> it was okay to punch him in the nuts. There's no problem with that, but the OK symbol is you can't do that anymore. <laughs> have, you, have you played have you played the most recent Mortal Kombat game? They've covered up all the sexy girls. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard it. No, you tell me about it. I played the one before that, yeah. Yeah. Aww. It's re- it's really important to me when I play my fighting games where I'm like ninjas ripping people apart. I know, meanwhile the guys are showing off all their good business. But anyway. Yeah. Well, that's my favorite thing, too, is like whenever people say that argument, like, but the guys have their shirts off. I'm like, yeah, but they don't have thongs with their fucking bags hanging out. Like, they're still like. Well, they should. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last question. This is for Mike. Better be. It is. (laughs) (laughs) What are the three missions in the original Star Wars arcade game? Is it A, Stormtrooper Showdown? At-to-at walker battle and Endor speeder bike race? Is it B, Boba Fett quick draw, escape from Cloud City, Darth Vader lightsaber battle? Is it C, TIE fighter battle, Death Star surface battle, trench run to destroy the Death Star? Or D, Jabba the Hutt diet plan, Greedo versus Solo quick draw, (laughs) repair the droid puzzle? It's pronounced A-T-A-T, Andy. They say at-to-ats, too. No, uh, people say at-at. Some That's... people do, but it's... No, that's incorrect. I mean, I know Nerd that, like, alert. you would say A-T-S-T. You wouldn't say at t So I get that. <laughs> Gandalf! <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you repeat everything again? No. <laughs> um, let's go with the C. I don't know. Those Tie Fighter uh, making Death peanut Star, butter jelly yeah. sandwiches. Okay. You are correct. They got it. Yabba nice. Dabba Well done. <sighs> I say that now. I say Yabba Dabba Doo now. Cool. I'm impressed. <laughs> Thanks. And we're working on it. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to some music. This is. Uh, what should we play here? Here's a track from uh, Aero Nexus from the New Vessel LP. And uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $5 Club. Of course, we're talking about Stephen Forster and Captain Big Butts. Steve from The Matrix. <laughs> Captain Big Butts? What? <laughs> no, Big big Bucks. Like money? <laughs> okay, sorry. Captain Big Box. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I got it. We <laughs> said Big Butts. You sounded like you said Big Box, like B-O-F. <laughs> <laughs> So box, butts. As far as I can tell, so no one understands me is basically the point of this. Yes. Uh, It's Listen, it's big bucks, all right? He's a captain and he's a cool guy. Uh, We got Steve from The Matrix. Rawr. Tatsuya Miwa. Rawr. Tron Javolta. Rama (laughs) Branch or Rama Branch. I don't think we've ever... Did we ever establish that one? Anyway, and Jared Dobbs. Thank you all for supporting Beyond Synth. Now listen to this. This is... uh, 
Aeronexus with A Love Lost in Space featuring Millennium Falk. A Love Lost in Space by Aeronexus featuring Millennium Falk from the new Vessel LP. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Of course, in the $5 Club, we're talking about Standing, John Walkow, Techno Ben, Eurobeat Intensifies, Simon Henley Willis, and Arcade Eyes. You guys are all awesome. Thank you for supporting Beyond Synth. And we're back with the Beyond Synth family. We're doing some trivia this week. Trivia that's been submitted by the awesome Beyond Synth listeners and patrons. Actually, I think it's all patrons that have uh, submitted. And uh, I'm here with Marco and Mike and Florence. And the current score is Marco in the lead 
Mike in second, and Florence in third. Mm, With how many points? What are you talking about? Marco has five, Mike has three, Florence has two. Yeah, all right, just had to make sure. It's fine, Marco. You know how these I things thought, go. I actually thought we started again. I thought each one was a separate game. I didn't even realize. We spent a long time like establishing that wasn't the case. <laughs> I have some Aussie trivia here submitted by Renton Brax, but he he only supplied one answer for the question. Aussie trivia. Well, that's not fair because Marco's going to yeah, get all of that. Yeah, he can't then. Andy, it's Aussie, not Aussie either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grab her by the pussy. <laughs> all right, so here's what... Fuck. All right, look. <laughs> That's great, Andy. Who taught you that? <laughs> I am trying to think here. I don't think we can use it if you don't. I mean, you're going to have to need some time to make up your own otherwise. All right, guess what? Welcome to bonus round. Here, this is a game specifically targeted to Marco, all right? <laughs> really oh thought you were going to say boner round, but okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. This is a very special match presented by, presented by, written by Renton Brax, and uh, this is Aussie trivia, which is targeted specifically at Marco. So the points in this are just, uh, this is just a fun thing, man. Hey, man, shaking things up. Know what I mean? You ready? <laughs> okay. Now you guys can fucking chime in if you want to. No, this is just about me now. All right. Question one. Marco. Let's see how good of an Aussie you are. What famous rocker is buried in Fremantle Cemetery? You gonna give me any? Do you want me to just say it or say it? Bon Scott. <laughs> you are correct. Bonus points <laughs> that don't count. Uh, what band is he in? ACDC was in. Yeah, <laughs> not anymore. He's dead. You fucking idiot. Negative one. <laughs> All right. Question two. What famous Australian landmark? has never been seen in person by its designer. What Australian landmark has never been seen in person by its designer? Mm. It's got to be either, well, I don't know, the Sydney Harbour Bridge? Do you want to just keep guessing until you get it? <laughs> All right, or the Sydney Opera House? You are correct! There you go. It was one of, it's one of the two. I didn't know which one, but... This is a game where Marco just proves how much Australian knowledge he knows to <laughs> one guy on fucking Discord? Shut up! <laughs> yeah. Hey, guy on Discord... <laughs> Shut up, you. All right. You're a good man. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> this one's for Mike. Oh, now it goes to me, Which right. former Australian prime minister set a beer-drinking world record? <laughs> he really did, too. <laughs> He's a legend. <laughs> In Australia. Paul Hogan. All right, Marco, take it away. Uh, Bob Hawke. That is correct. Uh, he drank 2.5 pints in 11 seconds. Yeah, he was an animal when it came to drinking. There's actually a video of him, and he must be like 80 or something now, you know, like pr really old. I mean, he's at the f cricket, and he's in the crowd, and someone gives him a big fucking uh, pint of beer, and he just skulls it down, and there's a video of somebody recording it in the background, and everyone's just cheering him on. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. Uh, it's like, it's our old prime minister. <laughs> All right, man. Here's a uh, question four. What are budgie smugglers? <laughs> uh, so just come out with it. Budgie smugglers are <laughs> budgie smugglers are like speedos. Basically, they're like they're really tightly wrapped around your junk, so it makes it look like a, a budgie smuggler. <laughs> what? Wait, so like... That doesn't make any sense. Is budgie? You know what a budgie is? Like a bird? Like a little bird? Yeah. So it's like he's 
Anyway, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Who the hell came up with these questions? Renton Brax. So, like a smuggling, a smuggling budgie. You know, like when you hold a bird in your hand, so like the wings aren't extended. Yeah, I imagine that in your pant. Anyway, don't worry about it. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, last question. What commemorative sporting facility was named after Harold Holt, an Australian prime minister who went missing while swimming in Victoria, presumed drowned? Oh, what stadium was named after him? What commemorative sporting facility was named after him? Oh, fuck if I know. Yeah, I remember when that happened to him, but I didn't know anything was named after him. The bastard couldn't swim. I said, somehow he's an Australian and he couldn't swim. I don't get it. <laughs> they, they named a swimming pool after him. Oh, great. Yeah, well. You never went to the Harold Holt swimming pool? I think the point of this no. is it's, it's an ironic thing to name after a guy who drowned. I guess that's the joke. Drowned, yeah. Are you going to put, like, yeah. funny music on underneath what's going on I right now? am definitely going to do it for that last question. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> that one sort of ends on a bit of a downer. I love how, like, we got the budgie smug- smuggler question, and the last question is like, so some dude drowned and they named a pool after him. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I know. That's Who would have thought yep. of that, eh? Of all the things to name after him, a pool. Yeah, wow. I get it. So, look, Incredible. listen, Marco, you <laughs> win. Aussie trivia. Yay! I win the bonus round, too, guys, just in case you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> how about you uh, pick a song to play? I'm, you ready for my victory song? I'm on my yes. victory lap. Mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the song is it's well, it's by Luxley, and it's called Kelly Reese. It is available at Wave Runner Records, who have not been doing anything for a long time, and uh, it's really good to see him back. I think it's the first release in four years, so great to see Wave Runner Records back. It's a compilation, some really cool stuff somewhere out there, kind of like a space theme compilation. Some really cool names on there. Final DJs, Phaserland, um, all sorts. Celerate Delay Dreams. But the track I picked, again, was Luxley with Kelly Reese.
and that was Kelly Reese by Luxley. Another pick from Marco this week, and uh, he's celebrating his victory from just getting uh, Aussie trivia. And of course, that uh, that song was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the five dollar club. We got Jean Christophe Leconte, Chest Press Magoo, King Koopazilla, Kevin Taylor, Robocock. Bogdan Crevo and William Dolphin. You guys are awesome. Thanks for supporting the show. And now we are back with the Beyond Synth family, Marco, Mike, and Florence. So, I guess we got to play some more trivia here. What do I got? Who was that, though, by the way? Was that LeConte? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Le it sounds like. LeConte. <laughs> L-E-C-O-N-T-E. LeConte. <laughs> <God. laughs> Uh, this is an elegant way of saying oh you cunts anyway it's it's very elegant (laughs) it is how classy (laughs) very classy Andy hold on here now someone just sent me these bonus questions but I don't even know where the hell to put these because these are joke questions (laughs) Chatterack wants to know what is the speed velocity of an unladen swallow that is of course uh, a uh, Monty Python reference uh, I guess I could say it in the right voice, but I'm not going to give anybody points for it. You give yourself a point. What are we talking about? I accepted every single thing that was sent to me, <laughs> right? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> and Chatterack wrote a joke question, which is a quote from Monty Python, so the correct way this is supposed to go down is this. I say, what is this the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? And then King Arthur says, African or European swallow? And then the guy on the bridge says, oh, I don't know that. And then he flies off the bridge. And that is Monty Python. And uh, next one. What does it say here? Chatter in 1980, the fucking Vice President George Bush Sr. called the... What the fuck is the laugher curve? It's a laugher curve. How much funny you find something? (laughs) 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 There's a mathematical equation to be like, Andy, this is not working. The laugher curve is... uh, (laughs) Andy, you're only pulling at 1.2 on the Laffer curve. We need to step it up, brother. <laughs> Look, the bottom line is this. Chatterack supports the show, and he's a cool guy, all right? Anyway, the answer to his question was voodoo economics. And it's something to do with uh, Ferris Bueller, because I guess they say that in that. Voodoo. Voodoo. No, something do economics. Voodoo economics. <laughs> See, there you go. And then it cuts to Christy Swanson, and she's super hot. But, like, you know, I thought that when I was 15. Can't think that now. <laughs> Wait, how old is she in that movie? They're like all 15. Or, well, I guess they're all seniors, right? But that during that time in Hollywood, I feel like every time some kid was in high school, they were like played by 40-year-olds. Was Ferris's sister younger than her? Because he was a senior. I don't remember any of this. I always, I, I guess in my mind, I always thought that she was like his older sister. I never, I never considered that, but you're right. If she goes to the school, she must be younger than him because he's a senior. Because it's his last year there. Sloan still has one more year. Huh. Hmm. What are we doing now? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I'm completely lost now. <laughs> anyway, the whole, the whole point is Chatterack wrote in two questions that basically were just for us to prompt to say movie quotes all right so that is my favorite scene in monty python the scene where they have to do the riddles on the bridge all right so look have i done all the games there's just mine left i think mm-hmm. yeah i think the bottom line is that I've, i won today well no there's there's still there's more man oh. there's more what? there's one mm-hmm. last there's one last trivia game the one that i wrote no oh, god which is 1987 trivia all right i better pull up 1987 quickly. the running man the running man yeah. that's my favorite game to play in cinema <laughs> <And> ghostbusters yeah <laughs> and music 
I don't know what's going on anymore. I have no Marco, idea. Marco just found an opportune moment to just completely cheat right in front of our faces. And well, I don't think no, anyone caught it besides anything. me. What? Did I say that aloud? <laughs> yeah, there's just this loud typing noise. All right, I'm going to cut my audio then. All right, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you and got that no makes proof. it okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I want to start fresh here. I want to make sure that the laugher curve is reset. So how about we listen to a song real quick, and then uh, we will start 1987 trivia. So here is, uh, this is a nice little short one. This is from the Retro Drive soundtrack. That's, of course, the game that uh, Outland put out, which I believe is available on iOS right now and uh, Android in the future. It is a racing game with a synthwave soundtrack, and uh, this is a nice short track. This is by Phantom87. It's called Select Start. It is uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $5 Club. I'm talking, of course, about Anders Enger Jensen, Betadine, Luke Jackson, Mr. Gimson, The Axel Effect, Watch Out for Snakes, and Christian Micklebust. You guys are all awesome, and thank you for supporting the show. Now let's listen to this track. This is Phantom 87 with Select Start. And that was Select Start by Phantom87. That's a cool one. And uh, go check out the video game Retro Drive. Available now on iOS. This is not a paid-for thing. I'm just saying it like it is. I still I still haven't played it yet, but I probably should. I've got an iPad. Is it not on Android? No, but it will be, is my understanding. But the point is, it was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $5 Club. I'm talking about Josh Riley, Chris Williams, Andrew Tukas, Sven Bomanis, who actually works with uh, the King of the Pattersons, Chris Dance. How about that? 
who I've just been informed is an alias. How about that? Anyways. <laughs> I thought you were going to say alien. He's an alien? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just been informed is <laughs> really an alien. alien oh, fuck. And then there's also Joey and Kendra, City Bat, and Star Nomad. So thank you all for supporting the show. I am back here with the Beyonson family. It is time for 1987 Trivia. So who goes first? I think I go first. Yes. You think Florence? Go- okay, Florence. Here we go. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Mike got the last one, right? I sure. Guess. All right, here we go. Florence? I thought we switched over to the game where Andy gets points for just quoting movies. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go through the routine of the knights who say me, because no one's ever heard that before. All right. <laughs> the year- <laughs> This is 1987 <laughs> trivia. Florence, mm. here we go. Okay. This movie... About U.S. Marines in Vietnam stars Matthew Modine, Adam Baldwin, and Vincent D'Onofrio. Is it A, The Thin Blue Line, B, Full Metal Jacket, C, Good Morning Vietnam, or D, Boot Camp Showdown? Um, maybe it's Good Morning Vietnam. Let's just say that. You are... Incorrect. Yeah. All right, Marco. That's what I thought. What were the actors again? This movie about U.S. Marines in Vietnam stars Matthew Modine, Adam Baldwin, and Vincent D'Onofrio. Is it A, The Thin Blue Line, B, Full Metal Jacket, C, Good Morning Vietnam, or D, Boot Camp Showdown? It's got to be Full Metal Jacket. It has to be. You are correct. My answer was dumb. I, w- I should have known. <laughs> It wasn't dumb. Andy's dumb. I mean, can anyone name anything else Matthew Modine was in? Yeah, Stranger, Stranger Things. things. <laughs> All right, here we was go. He also in one of the Chris Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's in the third one. Yeah, and uh, he's also in. Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to come. Up with... Okay, I couldn't do it. And the only fake answer I had in my head was. <laughs> Modine's Matrix. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Modine's Matrix. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just picturing the cover art now. Cause you should have threw that one in there. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Fucking Modine's Matrix. <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> I don't know what it means. It's just like, <laughs> what the I'm, fuck? I'm picturing the VHS cover, you know, where it's just a big close-up of him that looks like really cheaply photoshopped with just like a grid in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, here we go. In The Princess Bride, what is Chris Sarandon's character's name? Is it A, Prince Humperdink, B, Miracle Max, C, King Bonerlust, or D, <laughs> Prince Montoya? <laughs> Prince Montoya. Uh, it is... Um, Prince Humperdinck. You are correct. All right, Florence. Mm -hmm. The guy who voices the Predator (laughs) is one of the most famous voice actors who also does the voice for... Is it A, Winnie the Pooh, B, Optimus Prime, C, Super Mario, or D, Megatron? Um, Optimus Prime? You are... Correct. Nice. Nice work. I mean, I know that you've mentioned him on the show before, Andy, so hey. That's Peter Cullen. He does the vocalizations for the Predator, all those like weird clicking noises and stuff. I can do that. Wait, I can do that. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was actually expecting you not to be able to do it, but one day I was just sitting down and I was like, I'm gonna try to learn how to do it, and then it just I figured it out. Oh, you know what I'm gonna try and work on? No. A Robert Stack impression. Oh, what? I don't know who that is. He used to host Unsolved Mysteries because my wife started watching like the the reboot on Netflix. I don't like it. Oh, I'm okay. disappointed in it. I don't like it. First of all, I love the Unsolved Mysteries theme song. It's one of my favorite. The new version isn't as good because they're just doing the the tune, like the piano tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to me, what makes the Unsolved Mysteries theme awesome is the fucking percussion and the bass line because I love the fucking... Like, it's awesome. Like, when you the whole thing comes together, that theme song is amazing. I guess I was expecting all of it to be supernatural. I wanted it all to be, like, ghosts and, like, Mothmans and New Jersey Devils. And uh, I was just really disappointed that it was like, oh, the husband disappeared. I think he was murdered. Blah, 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 blah. It was so boring, and there's no fucking host. Like, I'm disappointed that, like, there should have been somebody hosting the goddamn show with a suit and tie. Come on. No, I I agree. I agree. And I think, too, those were always the ones that no one liked. Like, whenever you watch Unsolved Mysteries, and it's just like, her husband disappeared. He hasn't been seen since blah, blah, blah. If you have any information. Like, what? Like, the only ones people like is there's fucking, they saw a spirit, and they left goo on the floor, and then they chased the, the orb to the grave. Exactly. Like, oh, and the door was locked. From the inside. I like it when you leave goo on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, look. Let's listen to a song, and then we're going to continue 1987 trivia, all right? Here is a... This is a cool one. It's it's kind of a long track, but I dig it. It's from this artist called Deathwire, and this is a pretty, like, heavy electro sort of album, but uh, I chose this track because I I dig it. It's kind of cinematic and stuff and it's cool. And uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $5 Club. I'm of course talking about, did I say Star Nomad already? Star Nomad, who cares? You're a cool guy. And uh, Tim Ross, Rob Dyson, Damian Rudis, Neon Knox, Christopher Albert, and Marco Cranendonk. You guys are cool people. And now, uh, dig, uh, dig this, man. This is a track from Deathwire from the Cyber Nerve LP. This is Disconnected.
And that was Disconnected by Deathwire from the Cybernerve LP. Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $5 Club. Daniel Dexius, Timothy Pierce, Starlight Fisher, Dana Jean Phoenix, Simon Norberg, Stu M, Roman, Lee McConnell, where am I going here? And Kai. You guys are awesome. And thank you for supporting the show. I'm back here with the Beyond Synth family. That is Florence, Marco, and Mike. And we are doing 1987 trivia. So let's keep going. Whose go is it? Marco? I think it's mine. Here we go, Marco. (laughs) Yep. This movie features the iconic musical number featuring Tim Capello, a (laughs) multi-instrumentalist primarily known for supporting Tina Turner, but mostly known for this specific scene. Come on. Is it A, Near Dark? B, Dirty Dancing, C, Lost Boys, or D, La Bamba? It's got to be La Bamba. I mean, no, Lost Boys. You are correct. <laughs> I was I was so ready Jesus to say Jesus Christ, you were that wrong. was an easy one. Man, Andy, that was ridiculously easy. Come on. Yeah, come on. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I, sh- I should have given it to Mike, then. <laughs> Look, the point is, Mike, uh-huh. this movie, directed by a Dutch filmmaker, features a police officer who makes a lot of noise. Is it A... Officer Down, B, RoboCop, C, The Fourth Protocol, or D, Suspect. A police officer who makes a lot of noise. Let's see. It's got to be RoboCop? You are correct. (laughs) Bazinga. (laughs) All right, Florence. Yep. 1987 trivia. Here we go. Ray Wise, famous for playing Laura Palmer's dad on Twin Peaks, plays a villain in this movie alongside Paul McCrane, Kurt Wood-Smith, and Ronnie Cox. Is it A, RoboCop, B, (laughs) Business Ethics, C, Three Men and a Baby, or D, The Witches of Eastwick? Uh, fuck. Um, well, I don't don't know. (laughs) Shit. Um, I'm trying to think of a not dumb answer here. It's not three... Well, I don't think it's Three Men and a Baby because I actually know that movie. Oh, wait, I don't know. Let's say uh, The Witches of Eastwick. I really... I don't know. That is... Incorrect. Yeah, I was like, Margo? I don't even know. Yeah, I need I need that question again and everything, please. Ray Wise, famous for playing Laura Palmer's dad on Twin Peaks. Wait, who? Who? Betty White? Ray Wise. <laughs> Ray Wise. Okay. Ray Wise, famous for playing Laura Palmer's dad on Twin Peaks, plays a villain in this movie alongside Paul McCrane, Kurt Wood Smith, and Ronnie Cox. Oh, fuck out of all these people. Is it A, Robocop? B, Business Ethics, C, <laughs> Three Men and a Baby, or D, The Witches of Eastwick. You already said The Witches of Eastwick. What was B? Business Ethics. <laughs> it can't be that. <laughs> the, fuck? the fuck? I don't ever heard of any of these people. Uh, what was A again? Robocop. <laughs> uh, B? I don't know. <laughs> that is incorrect, Mike. What the fuck? <laughs> Is it Robocop? That is correct. Yeah, guys, come on, dude. God damn the fuck? It. Who are all these people oh, you're talking all right, about? All oh right, Florence. Question. First of all, Florence. what's the guy? You said Crane? Paul McCrane. He's the guy from ER. Paul McCrane, he plays uh, Dr. Rocket Romano on ER. Yeah. All right, here we go, Florence. 1987 <laughs> trivia. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, I forgot. Thanks, Andy. Okay. In the 1987 action science fiction film RoboCop, what is Peter Weller's police partner's name? Is it A, Stacy, B, Lorraine, 
C. Patty or D. Lewis? Oh, I have no idea. Let's just go randomly with B. I don't that know is what. incorrect. Marco. Okay. Uh, sorry, can I have the question again? <laughs> In the 1987 action science fiction film Robocop, what is Peter Weller's police partner's name? Is it A. Stacy, B. Lorraine, C. Patty, or D. Lewis? Lewis. That is correct. Because it'll fine. Stacy. So this has morphed into Robocop trivia? Is that Mike, this is. Why don't you just tell us No, that? because I'm going to get the Beverly Hills Cop 2 question right now. Here, watch. Here we go. Mm. 1987 trivia. This one's sort of a. Tr- this one's just a trick question, but anyway. <laughs> Several characters in Robocop are seen watching a TV show where the catchphrase is, I'd buy that for a dollar. Although not mentioned on screen, this show actually has a name. What is the name of the show? Is it A, it's not my problem? B, if I only had a dollar? C, Bixby Snyder's Model Matrix? Or D, Groin Slappers? <laughs> can, can, you, uh, can you say A and B again? A is, it's not my problem. And B is, if I only had a dollar. Okay, I'm going to say B, if I only had a dollar. That is... Incorrect. Oh, wow. All right, Florence. Um, you can do well, it, Florence. I guess I'm going to go with A. It's not my problem. That is correct. Fuck yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, here we go. Or actually, should we play a song? There's two more questions. I'm going to recommend um, that people pick up The Running Man, the book. It's amazing. Is it? It's my favorite book of all time. It's not like the movie. It's like really... The Stephen King running man? Yeah, Stephen King. It's Richard Bachman. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. Yeah, it's completely different. Like, when you read it, it's such a fast read because it plays like a movie. What's the same? Is it, Does the movie share any similarity or... Eh, somewhat. Just the fact that it's in the future, I guess. There's <laughs> not much. Could you imagine buying the rights to a book and literally only maintaining just the barest of similarities? <laughs> I know, it's bizarre. I don't even think they had to buy the rights. Why didn't they just fucking make the movie? Yeah. What's oh, that's the- right, because Stephen King lets anyone make movies off of his shit. Yeah, I just, I just, I can't imagine. I would, I would be furious if I were like producers and like we paid a million dollars for fucking Dinosaur Hunter, and then the, the the movie comes out and like the same similarities, just like the main character's name is Dennis, and it's like about an attorney or something, and just like why did we spend million dollars on this? And there's so many examples of that where they just waste the money. <laughs> In that case, is the movie titled Dennis the Attorney? Yeah, I'm saying, like, it's it, in the credits, it'll be, like, based on fucking Dorcas and the Dinosaur or whatever, but, like, the movie itself is just fucking attorney at large or something. I knew someone named Dorcas. Dorcas. Sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> Does, hey, Marco, do you have another song? <laughs> uh, I do have another song, actually. Uh, this one is a new song by an artist called Dream Buster. Dream Buster hails from San Francisco. He's got a really cool new track called Search is the Treasure. Is it like a parody of Rhythm is the Dancer? Search is the I Treasure. <laughs> now his punchline is sometimes we make music, sometimes it makes us. There you go. Yeah, no, that's a punchline. This Dream Buster guy is pretty aggressive. I wonder how we uh, how we judge that on the laugher scale. Look. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is it's a good song, okay? Let's do it.
And that was Search is the Treasure by Dream Buster. Another Marco pick on this uh, fun family show. We're just been we've bleh, we've just been playing trivia. What do we got? We got two more questions left in 1987 trivia. So let's fucking do it. And uh, oh, I should say that that song was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, hey, let's do a little shout out to Katner with the triple four and Antilog with the triple three. You guys are all right. All right, so thanks for uh, supporting the show. There's two more questions. All right, Marco. So, but yeah, but where are we at? Who's winning? <laughs> You're winning. I'm not. Oh, we are you adding them all together again? Yes, that's exactly what he said like 14 times. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, it's, it's complicated math over here. What about the boner round? Did I? Did you add that on as well? <laughs> <laughs> that's for later. Yeah. You get the budgie smuggler award. <laughs> Here we go. All right. This is the movie description on Internet Movie Database. All right. Mm-hmm. Three single women in a picturesque village have their wishes granted at a cost when a mysterious and flamboyant man arrives in their lives. What is this movie? Is it A. Throw Mama from the Train? B. Black <laughs> Widow? C. The Witches of Eastwick? Or D. Mister Flamboyant? I don't know. The Witches of Eastwick? I don't fucking know. Thanks, Mike. All right. You are correct. No, I got it. Yes. All right, Mike. Last question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In 1987, this James Bond film was released. Was it A, The Living Daylights, B, A View to a Kill, C, License to Kill, or D, Can't Die Enough? The, 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 the reflex. I think it's A View to a Kill. That is incorrect. Oh, Florence. Oh, no. Wait, what's what's the other kill one? It's either The Living Daylights, A View to a Kill, License to Kill, or Can't Die Enough. Um, I don't know. I just can't die enough. B, Can't Die Enough. Sure. Let's go with that one. That is incorrect. Marco. It's... Oh, the living daylights. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of like that song. That I like it too, and that is yeah. correct. Thank you. Well, congratulations, everybody. Uh, Marco won. <laughs> Yay! But thank you for playing, Good job, Marco. Yeah, thanks uh, for playing, guys. I appreciate let me, it. Let me just make sure that I uh, I got to everybody's stuff. So look, listen. All right, it's fun to get together and uh, and play trivia and stuff. So if you guys listening, if you want to write your own set of trivia questions that I will ask uh, the Beyond Synth family, send them to me, all right? The best way, honestly, is send stuff to beyondsynthsubmissions at Gmail and just title the email trivia. And it helps if you write it in the format of the multiple choice. I think that's the best way. Because, you know, when you record a show over the internet, it's hard to do, like, timed buzzer type questions, which is why we go the multiple choice route, which gives everyone an opportunity to just kind of think about their answer and blah, blah, blah. Okay? <laughs> so, Beyond Sin Submissions at Gmail, if you have your own trivia questions. And that is that. And, of course, we were talking about it before the show began and I did mention it briefly on last week's show when talking to uh, one of the kings of the Pattersons, Mike Shima, but we are also planning to do some D&D episodes of Beyond Synth, but we are, uh, we're just in the planning stages now, but it will be a Beyond Synth family thing, as in it will be me, Marco, Florence, and Mike, and a DM, and uh, we're going to do that as family shows as well, but those are going to be sort of special bonus episodes because we're not going to 
necessarily play music, although I will probably have synthwave artists in the background for like, uh, you know, the music, right? If we're in a fight scene or something, I'll play some cool mm. action music and stuff like that. And uh, Hey, Guy, why don't you just have people make brand new tracks and then you can release it as the soundtrack? Listen, Mr. Businessman. Yeah. This is what, like, every time I yeah, come up with that, I'm just like, listen, man. <laughs> I just like to have a good time and listen to cool music and support Synthwave. And then Mike's always like, how can we turn this into dollars? You know, and he's got, like, fucking <laughs> those green dollar signs in his eyes. I'm nodding, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could recommend recommend some music for it. I mean, Mal Peril does a lot of, like, medieval synthwave shit, I'm just saying. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a bunch of artists who've actually done, like, dungeon-themed stuff. The uh, the game will be science fiction, so pretty much any, like, you know, synthwave in general will, will suit it just fine. And uh, and that's that's part of the plan. Do I have time for one more song, then? Uh, we do. Uh, this was my pick of the week or the month, whatever you want to call it. Atri has got a new album out. Uh, really good stuff. It's uh, some soundtrack shit. I think it's off something, but I didn't do any research, so I can't tell you what it's off. <laughs> I loved it. It's some soundtrack shit. It is. It's called Moontan Fuss One Journeys to the Stars. And the track I want to play off it is Meteor. It's available at uh, Atri. The taste.bandcap.com. Really good stuff. Does he say it a tray? A tree, a tray, whatever. A tray. I don't know. I say a tray. Like a tray, you. Yeah. I bet you we've even had this conversation before. We have had this conversation. My memory's so fucking bad. I don't know. Okay? <laughs> and I don't know what soundtrack it's off, but I'm pretty sure it's off something. All right? That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do it. Let's listen.
and that was Meteor by Atrey. Marco's pick of the week. We're doing picks of the week. And uh, Marco's like, this song's real cool, and I want to listen to it. And so we did. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon. I'm explaining how the show works at the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Of course, there is uh, Jose Arbello with the 66.6, and Jacob Wick with the 44.88, and City Hunter with the 42. Yeah, and all you other awesome people. Because I was, I was mentioning all the $5 and the $10 people today, so I feel like now I've left out the... The 2666 Club. Maybe we should keep talking for a little bit. You want to keep talking? Uh, I want to talk about the Monster Squad. I just saw for the first time this weekend. For the first time? Yeah. Go fuck yourself, Marco. Everything's new to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's my punchline. Yeah, that's gonna say that's Andy's line. Um, but no, I fucking loved it. I thought it was amazing. And my favorite line was when those ghoulish women start coming up to the kids. The little girl's like, "You guys," and then the kid with the cigarette. He's walking up with his crossbow because he made his fucking weapons in shop class. This is amazing. And the other kid's like, where are you going? He goes, I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? I was like, yeah! I don't know. I love that guy. I want to get a tattoo of him. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a cool movie growing up. And it's it's aged well, too. It's still really good. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I watched it again recently, and I was like, I was actually impressed. It's still really good. It's so good. It's like... It, it really has like the depth of E.T. meets the Goonies. Yeah. And, and the soundtrack is like amazing. It doesn't play off the cheesy B-movie stuff. It sounds like a real orchestral score. It's amazing. Hey, guess what? What? Mom? I've never seen it. Oh, God. Here we go. We should do a watch party. It's fucking amazing, man. Yeah. Sure. I, I mean, honestly, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And so if I saw it again, it would probably be like new to me. Let's do it. Let's do a watch party. Watch you. All right. <laughs> Does anybody have any cool plans? I'm planning on getting a new oven. Nice. I'm really mad because like I used to have a gas stove and a gas oven and everything here is electric. So the oven here, like the first time we used it, it would like smoked a bunch. And I was like, uh, there's something in it. What's happening? So like we used it a couple other times. It was like fine. But then it started smoking again. And I was like, oh, I'll run the cleaning cycle because there's like a cleaning cycle on the oven that you run for like two hours or something. So I did that the other day and the oven, like the heating apparatus thingy on the top of the oven, like I look in the oven, like, I don't know, maybe half an hour through the cleaning cycle, and there's like a spark that's like on fire that's sparking. <laughs> and on one of the, on like one side and the other side, the thi- the heating thing had like collapsed and fallen down. And I'm like, okay, cool, our oven's broken. How do I put this fire out? So like I just turned it off and eventually like it went off and it was fine and it didn't burn the apartment building down. But it was really scary for a second. So I was like, uh... No. Was this just one of those things where, like, they knew it was broken and there's just, like, the facade of an oven? Like, they're never going to turn this on and it's just, like, a piece of cardboard, like, painted like one? Clearly there was, like, something wrong with it right off the bat. Apparently there was, like, a little old lady who lived in this apartment before us. So maybe she just never used the oven? Or maybe she's a fucking oven saboteur. Maybe she is. Maybe she hated the building and she just wanted... Revenge. (laughs) (laughs) So we currently don't have an oven, which is sad because I want to make cookies. Get a fucking hot plate. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could get a hot plate for... Hot you can't cook a lot of things on a hot plate. What the hell? Yeah, well, hot, I mean, that's basically like an electric stove, right? Get four hot plates. 
We have we have an electric stove. The stove works. Yeah, get four hot plates and put them on top of a box. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, then I'll have two stoves. That's great. We can cook stuff, but I want to make I want to make cookies in an oven. Yeah. So I I gotta wait for that, but it's fine. Is there, there a way to make cookies to where you like fry them? Um, <laughs> fried cookies. Why don't you ask artificial? That's a good question. I should. That's a good question. That's a good idea, Mike. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to one of my patrons, artificial, who's a, a chef, as I mentioned earlier. Hopefully, they'll they'll give us a new oven. But the, like, you can't do like cool shit with an electric stove. It's annoying. Yeah, I hear that. We actually tried doing one of those meal service things. Oh, how was that? Uh, I don't know which companies they have in the states, but I think we did Hello Fresh, mm-hmm. and they like they send you the ingredients. They say like this will it takes like twenty six minutes to prepare. It took me like hours. <laughs> Does it come pre cut up and sliced and everything? Depends on the thing. That's the most annoying thing is like cutting stuff up. Yeah, like for the wedges, the potatoes came full. So I had to like, you know, cut them up into wedges and shave them. That's annoying. Because like if I'm making, like I have an instant pot, which is like amazing. That's, it's really easy once you have all the ingredients like cut up. But it's like, okay, cool. I have to cut up like four carrots. That takes a while. I just throw whole carrots in my garbage disposal. Ten seconds. (laughs) Then you reach in there and you pick out whatever you can feel. Wow, brilliant idea. Yeah. I like ending the show like this. Yeah. (laughs) Which is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, long story short, hopefully I will have a new oven by the time we record again. Man, you got to have an oven. I, I I need an oven for my cooking. So, are you do you make cookies, Marco? No, but I like doing roasts and I like to cook my steaks in the oven, as you yeah. know. If that yeah, video ever came out, you would people that's would know. Oven. That's um, you know. Yeah, no, that's the first time. That's the first thing we tried to do in the yeah. oven was the steak, and it yeah. was like terrible because like the outside was completely burnt. Oh no! But then the inside wasn't cooked, and I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I hear that. Well, at least everybody's safe, anyway. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Marco, <laughs> putting things into perspective. Look, um, how about this? Let's listen to another track, and then we will uh, we'll say goodbye for this week. All right, but it's been lovely catching up with you guys. So. Uh, Oceanside 85 put out uh, an album. She's collaborated with pretty much everybody. There's like 80 songs on this thing. <laughs> I have chosen to play her collaboration with Betamax and Ultraboss. Uh, this song is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the 2666 Club. There's Hugh Hefner and Lucas Ceballos. And in the $25 Club, we got Clint Dowling, Jimmy the Hutt, Alex Ellickson, A Star Apart, Restless Nights, Honeybeard, Tim Carlton, Johnny Five... Kempson, Martin Larby, Gregorio Franco, Blake Peterson, and Ken Giroux. And uh, I hope you guys dig this track by Oceanside85. This is Tattoo, featuring Betamax and Ultraboss.
And that was Oceanside 85 with Tattoo featuring Betamax and Ultrabus. That's a cool song. Go uh, check out her album if you like the million songs on an album. <laughs> well, I, I was having an apostrophe and I was thinking an album is kind of like a shotgun approach because you can make all different kinds of songs and maybe reel in people who are into different things. And it's kind of like the way Netflix continues to maintain just massive numbers. It's like, we're going to make 50 different kinds of shows and release 80 shows a day and someone's going to like something and then you're just going to keep coming back. And I was like, maybe I should work on an album and supply people with diversity and then maybe I can get better marketing numbers. I don't know. I was just thinking about marketing and data and shit. Fucking Mr. Business. Look at him. Fucking Business Magoo. <laughs> I just I should point out <laughs> that that song was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Ashley Keegan with the 2049, Andy's Laugh with the 20, Ethan Bobson, Doug Nut. Fuck, I always have to click on this to see the whole name. Ethan Bobson, Doug Nut, Hennings, a.k.a. The Real Sonny Crockett with the 1986, Rachel Buchanan with the 1985, and Murat, Murat with the 1984. You guys are all awesome. I should, actually, maybe I should just shout out who's the rest of them. There's Prophet of Jupiter, Six Mil, Gus Velichek, Hampus ML, and Chatterack, and of course Mads Baron Christensen, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Salia Lane. And now, let's wind down this trivia-filled family show with uh, with a goodbye. Florence is going to be getting a new oven, hopefully. In the meantime, we'll have to make her cookies in the sink. What about the windowsill? Let the, the light just sort of come in and just set yeah. them on a plate. There is a window in our kitchen. Hey-o! So, yeah, I mean, I can cook the cookies in the sun. It'll take a few days, but... Yeah, hey, man, know. we got time. Yeah. What about you, Marco? What's your plan? I got a week off coming up, and I'm really excited. So I'm going to probably play a lot of video games or something. I don't know. And eat a lot of food. Well, I'm excited for you. We should do something, like a watch party or something. Yeah, let's watch Monster Squad. <laughs> now nah, I can't accept this because Mike suggested it. <laughs> it's like a power move of mine that I always have to reject everything that he suggests. <laughs> What's new? See, I, I can be fucking Mr. Business, too. <laughs> I read a book about it. Oh, you read that fucking pocket article that was, uh, why being a grouchy person pays off? Yeah, that yeah. stupid fucking article. <laughs> I was like, no, smile and be generous and nice to people and don't be cantankerous like other people I know. No way. <laughs> um, Mike, what do you got planned? I guess by the time this comes out, uh, we will be closer to Netrunner's physical CD release on Retro Promenade. And I'm pricing it super low because I want so many people to have it. It's really, really goddamn cool. It's really great artwork by a cool guy. What's his name? Black Garuda Incorporated is his business. He's a cool guy. Um, go to his website, I guess. <laughs> Which is, I guess, <laughs> stay tuned to Retro Promenade and uh, cool antics are going to happen. Well, that sounds awesome, man. It's always nice to hear from all you guys and uh oh and check out my new independence day track because it's all over uh, streaming sites now you know what go to my fucking soundcloud i've got like 80 tracks on there you're gonna find something that you're gonna like just like an album approach right what's your uh, soundcloud soundcloud.com slash modern nightly because there was a modern night already <laughs> modern le cunt <laughs> what, what? <laughs> sorry let's throw that in there. very good <laughs> Budgie smuggling. <laughs> what else did we do earlier? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's callback time. All right, man. <laughs> Listen, you're all cool. I always enjoy uh, chatting with you. Keep on uh, smuggling budgies, and uh, I'll see you guys on the next family show. And uh, for all you people listening, I uh, hope you have a lovely week. Stay cool, uh, stay safe, and fucking. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
That was really awkward and weird. Uh, bye. Is that okay? I guess. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna say bye again. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or visit beyondsynth.com and click on support the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by the awesome Patreon supporters. Don't forget to follow Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Live broadcasts can be heard weekly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash beyond underscore synth. Have a lovely week.